Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. restricting yourselves. God has so much He wants to give you, and you make these choices that prevent Him from being able to do it. The fulfillment that you want, the love that you want, the the joy that you want, the, the things that you're searching for and seeking for, God wants to give you. And if you'll put yourself within the parameters He's established, if if you will situate your life Within his perfect design, you'll find it's already there waiting for you. Satan easily deceives us into thinking that God's laws are meant to restrict us and punish us. That simply isn't true. As Pastor Robert clarifies in today's message, the parameters that God placed on us are all meant for our good. He is a loving God, and when you submit yourself to his perfect will and design, you will find joy and contentment that can't be found elsewhere. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. It absolutely breaks my heart. I've, I've watched it happen numerous times, unfortunately, where... Christians fall in love with non-Christians. Don't allow that to happen. Well, how do you control that? You don't spend that kind of time together. That's how. When you realize you're becoming emotionally, you know, something's being... Back off. It's a train wreck. Hit the brakes. You're capable. We all are. And what am I talking about? Why am I being, like, prejudiced? Is that a? Is that a, you know... Am I a bigot against non-Christians? No. It's devastating for the non-Christian as well. It's hurtful. When you have two people that are not on the same page, and now they're trying to become one, it's not going to work. You'll be able to kind of, you know, for a while, maybe, but not for long. Not for long. Eventually, it's going to be a problem. Eventually, it's, it's, it's going to bring grief and, and hardship. Look, flip over a few pages and look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 is where he dealt with it. And I know we've looked at it before, but you need to see it again. I, I used to not even talk about this that much because it's a difficult subject to talk about. But then I saw so many people compromising and they'd marry some person who was religious and didn't know Jesus at all, and they knew that. They were just, you know, looking for loopholes, and they fall in love with this guy, and, well, you know, he says he's a Christian. I don't care what he says. How does he live? And it's most common. It most commonly takes place with you ladies. You have to, I mean, I'm just telling you, statistically. I don't know that I've ever had a Christian guy come to me with a non-Christian girl. I think in every situation it's been the other way around. I'm not saying that never happens. I know it does. But that's why I'm directing it more toward 
you ladies, because your, your lives end up devastated years down the road. Sometimes it doesn't even take years. But in dealing with this, he, he says, as Paul writes the second letter to the Corinthian church in verse 11 of chapter 6, Oh, Corinthians, we've spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You're not restricted by us. You're restricted by your own affections. Remember what I said earlier? It's, it's not that God is trying to limit you. Quite the opposite. You're limiting yourselves by your, your, your own affections. Your foolish choices limit you. You know, I just, I told you about my, you know, the first marriage, the divorce, that my marriage now is wonderful. I'll never know what it could have been. I'll never know what the, the perfect plan. I'll never know. I've been married to Elizabeth almost 17 years now. I spent 10 years just recovering. I'm telling you, just getting over the first marriage. I was a mess. I was angry. I was bitter. I was frustrated. I didn't care anything about women. I did, it was just, I was a mess. And then I just pulled way back. I didn't date for five years at all. Now, some of that was because I was serving the Lord, and, but I think he was protecting me. I'll never know. What was his perfect plan? I'll never know. What, you know, Elizabeth and I could have been married 30 years. You know, 25 years, whatever. She's not old enough to have been married to me 30 years, but do you understand what I'm driving at? He says, Corinthians, please understand, you guys, our hearts are wide open before you. We're not trying to restrict you. You're restricting yourselves. God has so much he wants to give you, and you make these choices that prevent him from being able to do it. The fulfillment that you want, the love that you want, the, the joy that you want, the, the things that you're searching for and seeking for, God wants to give you. And if you'll put yourself within the parameters he's established, if, if you will situate your life within his perfect design, you'll find it's already there waiting for you. All the things you want, all the things you hope for, all the things you dream about. Ephesians 2.10 says you're God's workmanship. You're created in Christ Jesus for the good works which he's prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. It's already there. The problem is you're over here doing your own thing. Well, he's not adjusting anything to suit your foolishness. When you wake up, he'll put you on the perfect path. He'll put you right in the middle. As soon as I surrendered myself to him and, and the healing that needed to take place had taken place, he brought Elizabeth into my life and we've been walking together now. For 17 years. You, you see what I mean? He wanted to bless me. If I hadn't been, you know, such a knucklehead, I think he could have brought her a lot earlier. We're not trying to restrict you. He says, I've been really open to you. Now, in return for the same, I speak as to children. You also be open. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? What communion has light with darkness? What accord, what unity, in other words, has Christ with Belial? What part has a believer with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them and be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I'll receive you. I'll be a father to you. You shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. God wants to bless you. He wants you to, to, to receive all of the things that, that he's prepared beforehand for you to walk in them. But if you're determined to walk somewhere else, you're going to miss out. 
You're limiting yourselves. You're restricting yourselves. In the name of freedom, in the name of liberty, and, you know, we're in slavery. And that's what he's communicating here. When you marry an unbeliever, you're, you're linking yourself to somebody who's going the other direction. They're following the flesh. They're, as he words it there, they're, they're pursuing idols. And you're the temple of the living God. It's going to be problematic. It's going to be devastating. And so just don't go there. Don't allow, am I saying that you shouldn't be friends with unbelievers? No, that's not what I'm saying. And that's not what, what Paul was saying. But if you find yourself becoming attracted and emotionally attached... Back up. Do it immediately. Don't wait. Because when you fall in love, you've gone too far. It gets really, really hard. You can convince yourself of all kinds of things once you're in love. Don't let it go that far. He also talks about the fact that if you find yourself now, you're both unbelievers, and you get married, but now one comes to Christ. So now there's that unequal yoke, and you know, you, neither one of you were Christians when you got married. So now there's, a, now there's a problem. What do you do with that? Well, Paul says you don't leave and don't push them away. And sometimes that happens. Don't do it. He says, don't, you know, men, don't start preaching at her. You know, if you become a Christian and she's not a Christian, you know, you're not the Holy Spirit. It's not your job to convict her of every sin she's ever committed and, you know, police every word out of her mouth. It's not your job. Live it out in front of her. Ladies, same thing goes for you. Peter addresses it in First Peter, actually chapter 2, verse 18. Peter says, servants, he's talking to slaves, be submissive to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. Now, now pay attention here. I know, you know, the thing to remember is, Slavery is not a good thing, and he wasn't condoning it, but it was a reality of their day, and Paul had an eternal perspective. He's looking beyond this life toward eternal priorities, and that will become clear in a second. So don't get lost in, in the fact that he's talking about slavery here and telling them to, to be good slaves. He says, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. For this is commendable if because of conscience toward God one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. For what credit is it if... When you're, what credit is it if when you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently? But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. For to this you were called. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again, but in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. 
Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 